0: Calm down, Catherine. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Calm Down Catherine Podcast. I'm Catherine. And as my special guest here today, I have Nathan. Hi, Nathan. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. I just wanted to let everybody know that I try not to hang out in front of Target too much. Someone from Meyer might see me.
0: <laughs> okay. Good to know.
1: <laughs> that be an actually, awkward conversation.
0: Yeah. Actually, that's a good transition, kind of, into what I thought our topic might be today, which is Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, it's kinda of broad, you know, I don't wanna skip past Thanksgiving.
1: Are you a big Thanksgiving person?
0: Yeah. Like, all right. As big as like all people are like, Oh, I really love Thanksgiving and I decorate for Thanksgiving and blah blah blah. Or you have the other side of things where people are like, No, I'm gonna decorate for Christmas instead, like really early. I'm not really either of those people. I like Thanksgiving. I like to go to Thanksgiving. I like to host Thanksgiving. I don't decorate for Thanksgiving. Like I might put like a seasonal something or other on the door or something, but um, that's actually my hot take. Let's—it's a take. hot, takes.
1: hot takes.
0: when you come. Around, that's your hot My hot, hot take. Was is it again? I like Thanksgiving. Takes.
1: You like Thanksgiving? Cause I know somebody just today. How uh, Thanksgiving is approaching? Yeah. They said it was their fourth favorite holiday. This is number four.
0: The interesting thing about that is, I asked the. I think I was there when you heard that. It Might was number four, but ahead of Halloween. Mm. And actually, this I think was coming from someone who hard like who doesn't eat much, like is not a food person. That's
1: that's a strange back and forth because, on the one hand, you're like, oh, they don't eat much, so how can they be into Thanksgiving? But then again, Halloween, for some people, that's more about candy. I don't I don't know if they're into partying and stuff.
0: See, to me, for Halloween, I am not into candy. I'm super picky about candy. Maybe we should have had a Halloween episode. We'll combine them, I guess. Um, I
1: We could be spooky. spooky.
0: I don't like scary movies. I'm very picky about candy. It's chocolate no, only for me.
1: Songs.
0: But I love Halloween because I love dressing up and I love running around at night in the fall. When it's just a little bit spooky, and I love other people dressing up too. So like I like for fun wise.
1: Not like candy.
0: Oh uh, well, you know. Uh, fun wise, I would say Halloween is more fun than Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But like Thanksgiving's like more meaningful in the whole you oh, know, giving thanks business. So whoever of the are talking to, no, not because
1: of football. Talking to. No, no, no! Everybody in no. the whole country. Oh. Gets to watch the lions together.
0: Oh, watch them lose. Anyway, so what I was thinking of. So if my hat take is that I like Thanksgiving, then I it's because I hear other people who have problems with Thanksgiving. So I was thinking like maybe we could go through all the ways that like a Thanksgiving could be ruined. Like what are these? Be- the people who don't like Thanksgiving. What are some of their reasons?
1: Okay, what are the reasons? Reasons.
0: So in every sitcom or whatever, there's always the episode about food, right? Like, uh, what do some, you mean? something goes wrong with the food. Uh, oh, okay.
1: The Thanksgiving episode. Yeah.
0: The Thanksgiving episode, it always has one where something goes wrong with the food. Like, or- it, like there's
1: pressure. The, uh, the, uh, uh, the matriarch of the family is forced to make a meal for the guests, maybe the in laws, perhaps. Right. Or, um, Maybe the uh, the husband's boss, they got to impress him. Somebody that you have a social pressure, and now they're scrambling to get the food together. Right,
0: or like you need to make more food, or plans change, and you have to make food real quick, or something.
1: Oh, like they were going to go out, but yeah. now we're stuck.
0: And you got to make a cookie real uh, a turkey really fast, you know, something like that. So, so that, let
1: they say, let's turn the oven up to nine hundred, and then it will yes, only take thirty exactly. minutes.
0: Exactly right. So it's always something like that, and I get it. So if uh, Thanksgiving is the, the whole point of thanksgiving is to be thankful but the main way you celebrate is like a big family meal and so if you if the meal gets ruined that could be bad but is that really going to ruin your whole day I mean, no because of the football uh, football is what's ruining the day maybe i don't <laughs> like thanksgiving um no like a lot of different like, there's a lot of different things to eat. So, I think you could find, even if the turkey, like, went bad somehow. Or let's say.
1: Well, let's sly. say
0: somebody served ham instead of turkey for Thanksgiving. Oh, that Thanksgiving. would be so
1: awesome. Or both.
0: That could make it a downer.
1: Turkey and ham. That's, like, an idea. That's any holiday. Fourth of July, they should serve turkey and ham.
0: I will say, I don't you hate it could carve ham.
1: them both and make a little sandwich.
0: I like ham, but I don't think it has a place at, at Thanksgiving. But. The last time does, someone served a uh, honey baked ham, they also ordered a honey baked turkey and I've never had turkey that tasted so good as that honey baked turkey.
1: Are you looking for a new sponsor?
0: Yeah. Hit me up <laughs> honey baked turkey. <I'm> just saying <laughs> it was really good. Like I don't even know like what say I wanted to make my own honey baked turkey would I just put a bunch of brown sugar?
1: Was the turkey spiral sliced?
0: It was already cut up by the time I was eating it. Okay. But yeah, it was like I don't know. Because isn't ham spiral sliced because it has a big bone going through the middle of it?
1: Yeah. I I, I don't know what anyway, limits spiral technology. No one
0: cares about the spiral technology <laughs> of turkeys. It was really good. So, okay, food could go wrong. Now, what, I, what
1: about the other foods?
0: I am a picky eater. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to eat most of the vegetable things. Like, I'll eat corn. I'll eat mashed potatoes. Maybe I'll eat some sweet potatoes, but, like, I'm not going to eat a relish tray or a salad or... Cranberry sauce? No, not cranberry sauce. But those, that's fine. I don't need to eat everything. It's fine if people who like those want to serve them, and that's not going to ruin my day.
1: What about stuffing?
0: Yeah, at least it depends. I Like, I like to look at it first because I might want to pick out the onions or something. But, you know, I wouldn't make it every day for fun, but I'm not against it. Now, the other thing... So, okay, the food, maybe the food could go bad... And that could, like, put a, a damper on your Thanksgiving. But I don't think that's a reason to, like, hate the holiday. Right. The other thing can't is... Can't
1: blame the holiday because you're a bad cook.
0: Right, right. Yeah. I'm, you know, not, that, I'm not saying
1: you're a bad cook. No, I'm, I'm saying if one cook. were a bad cook, you can't put that on Thanksgiving.
0: Right, right. Like, because you that happens once, and then you figure out what to do the next time. Either you order the food pre-cooked or whatever.
1: TV right? dinners.
0: Yeah. So the other thing I was thinking is you do a lot of getting together with family. And so maybe that's hard for some people like some people you gotta have,
1: travel a big distance
0: yeah traveling is kind of a pain you know some people have like really like seriously bad relationships with their family and i i get it if you are in one of those situations where you have a a bad situation where your family i get that thanksgiving would totally suck it's just about what
1: would be worse like not getting along with somebody and then it's like oh i missed him at the holidays or you're like, they put the, the pressure on you to like, you're not going to be the one to ruin the holiday. So you still got to show up. Right. And then you're sitting there and you're forced to make conversation.
0: Well, it, were you reading my notes over here? Cause. Oh, no, I don't know. It's like, to me, it's a range. So like, if you like, just your family is a mess and like really, really bad and you can't be around them. Fine. You've written them off. You just don't even meet up with them. And even if they said that to you, like, they're really not the boss of you. That's fine don't go. But then what I think is more fun is like as you come in and your family is if your family was mildly irritating, right? Mm-hmm. Because then, I mean, you don't hate them. And so you're still going to go to the holiday stuff. But then there's like the weird, you know, every family is weird. So for example, I have like a gigantic fan, gigantic extended family uh with lots of cousins and I How
1: how many cousins?
0: Well, a ton. And what? the reason I well all right. So, first cousins on one side what? is 26. Wow. Uh, and then how many is it on the other side? Um, uh, 3 5 Uh, so 5 on the other side, but they all have like a bunch of kids and stuff now. Too. Okay, so, so the, the, gigantic. But here's what, the, thing. the
1: cousins that are the, the, the what about the people that are the kids of the cousins? What do you call that?
0: Oh, now this this is the topic that I don't like to discuss when we get together. Every now and then, someone gets on their soapbox and they want to tell me how to. That's a of second a cousin, cousin right? Yeah. So I to or me, or is it a
1: cousin once removed?
0: I don't know. So we should look me, this up. I know. <laughs> We're not looking it up. To me, what we have is first cousins. Uh-huh. And my first cousins are the children of my aunts and uncles, okay. and then we have second cousins, and that's everybody else who's related to me. I don't, I guess aunts and uncles, I'll take them out of that. But there's aunts and uncles, there's first cousins and there's second cousins, and if someone sits down next to me at Thanksgiving and is like, "Um, actually, your um, your mother's uh, your cousins." child is your second cousin once removed and then their child is your third cousin thrice removed no no first of all that's boring
1: and you're like no would one- you get once removed from this table yeah. please
0: i get once removed from my face
1: from my life
0: from my life because you know what first of all people don't agree on those things right like i've had many people because i have these like generations upon generations of cousins Um, everybody, every once in a while, someone's trying to like spell it out or figure it out. You know what? They never agree. They always think like once removed means different things or like, uh, your cousin's kids, what relation are they to you? I don't know. And I don't care. How about they're just my cousins. And like, if somebody really needs to know, like if I tried to marry one of them or something, then, then we'll figure it out. But you know what? So far I haven't tried to marry any of my cousins. So it doesn't matter how far removed. All my cousins are attractive. We're a very good-looking family.
1: That is...
0: We're all very good-looking. What can I say? I'm just saying I'm not trying to marry them, and therefore it doesn't matter what degree of cousin they are to me. No, I'm not playing the field, my cousins. They're just all very good-looking. We're not getting married or dating or anything else, and so it doesn't matter what degree (laughs) of cousin they are. I don't know where that line is either, and it's fine because I don't need to know i not trying to get anywhere near that line. Okay. So that is like one that, oh, when that topic gets brought up, it just ruffles my feathers. Calm down, Catherine.
1: Calm, calm down.
0: The, another one is you always have like a few relatives and they'll make like the insensitive comments, like, like, uh, like they might spread a rumor that you're pregnant.
1: Oh, so like the, the people, uh, they don't see you on an everyday basis and they just blurt out nonsense.
0: Right. Like maybe your grandpa who's not 100 percent with it might say, uh, oh, Catherine, are you having a baby? And you say, nope. And then he says, well, then why? And then points to your stomach. and You're like, well, maybe I'm just fat. Like there's those kind of questions. You can't stop going to Thanksgiving just because of that. But, you know, it'll rally up in the middle of a. Of in the middle of a meal kind of stops you from getting that second helping of mashed potatoes, if you know what I'm saying.
1: It's interesting that you talk about that kind of insensitivity of, of talking. Because like, like earlier you said something about the, the sitcoms, uh, maybe not the sitcoms directly, but to me in the Internet and stuff, it's always people like, oh, or maybe I've seen sketches on Saturday Night Live. They're going to say political things I don't like. I'm going to go oh, back home yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're going to be like. Oh, I like this president. I don't like that president, and then it's going to be real awkward or something.
0: I think it's fun when like most of your family is really good about like knowing not to talk about politics, but then you get a few people who do like to talk about politics. Oh,
1: you get you get the people who get married in.
0: Yeah, and so they're like chiming in, and like (laughs) maybe I
1: shouldn't have said
0: that. (laughs) But sometimes you get two people who actually agree, but they're the type of people who want to argue. So like oh. even though they agree they'll go back and forth not listening to what the other person says and they don't realize they agree. They came they're just prepared. They're like going back and forth anyway cuz they want to use all their talking points.
1: Yeah, they came prepared for a fight about it. Mhm. And the, the two people came prepared. So they don't care that they're not on they're not actually arguing yeah, with each other. If
0: there's only two people and they're on the same side and they like to argue, they're going to argue about gonna, it anyway. Yep. I'll tell you the things that I normally will get in an argument about. It's not politics for me, but Okay. whether or not I should make my bed. I don't make well, my bed. Well, you
1: obviously should make your bed.
0: Uh No, I don't make my bed. I'm not going to make my bed. I don't yeah, have but time then at to make night, my bed.
1: You don't have the pleasure of climbing into a made bed.
0: Well, okay. I'll give up that tiny pleasure for the gigantic pleasure of not making it. Also, science says that if I leave my bed unmade, uh-huh. it gives... um. It gives it, the bed more time to air out. Therefore, the bacterias are like, I don't know, don't build up or something. It's good for you to not make your bed. So that's a debate that I've got. Like, normally someone says something like a little bit controversial to me. I'll, I'll let it go. I'm not going to take the bait. Somebody says I need to make my bed. Needs. Oh, now you got me going.
1: All these that's something I'm going to debate always you. Always activating me.
0: At Thanksgiving. um, Let's see. What other ones? Oh, like if you're single and you go to like a party like a Thanksgiving and then everyone's going to ask you about that kind of stuff?
1: You, you go, should you go single or should you bring, like if you're dating somebody or does that I think raise you, hopes too much?
0: I think if you've got somebody who's going to be rude about that kind of stuff, they don't actually care what, like if you come single, they're going to bug you about not having a date. If you come with a date, they're going to bug you about not being married. If you come married, they're going to bug you about not having a kid. If you have a kid, they're going to bug you about not having another kid. If you have several kids, then they're going to accuse you of being pregnant because you look fat. So They're
1: going to accuse you of having too many.
0: Yeah, some t- at some point they're like, whoa. How many turkeys do you kids. think we're
1: cooking for this Thanksgiving?
0: Yeah, so, you know, some people who like to bring up that kind of stuff, they don't care. But they'll come up with something. So you got to just live your life and, like, okay, whatever. Whatever your situation is, you just go and, like, just nod. You know what, though? What if you played some sort of, like, bingo with those kind of things? If you had, like, a bingo card and then, like, you and a few <laughs> other people who might be in the same situation could, like, have the different things like this on the card and then, like, maybe someone wins at some point.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. I had in my mind a game. I always thought we should develop an app as a scorecard. And I all, and I called the game Banality. And the object of the game was in these sort of... Uh, social situations where you're with people that uh, you you're on these terms where you're not the closest friends, but you have to be polite to try to steer them into saying the most boring, cliched things you can. You get higher scores Ooh. depending on the, the 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 cat the category or whatever, right? So if you can get them to give up cliched opinions about the weather. That's a point. Like, if you get somebody to say, it's not the heat, it's the humidity, or you got
0: them to say, We live in Michigan, wait five minutes, the weather will change. Like, that's something that, like, you've heard a lot, but if you could get somebody to say that, that'd be a good one.
1: Yeah, you keep it a score. Like, or if you talked, another example, if you were talking about going to a recent movie and you got them to complain about the price of the popcorn or the fact that the 40 ounce drink comes with 30 ounces of ice. Boom!
0: That's a good one. That's a high score. <laughs> it's funny specifically that you Patent said the, the drink with the ice. This is not totally related, but um, late at night, the TV that's upstairs in my room um, doesn't have cable or anything, so we just get the um, you know over the antenna. Oh, use the an antenna. Yeah, and so sometimes you're a cord cutter. Yeah, I'm a cord cutter, and sometimes the uh, the Tonight Show with um, the old ones. Johnny Carson will be here. Oh,
1: on. this is like on a, a time delay.
0: You know what? Here is another hot take. Takes. <laughs> hot hot takes. takes. This one's when too hot to handle, road, too cold to hold, and I'm afraid that we're going to lose a lot of fans over this. All right. So
1: Buckle up, everybody. Buckle
0: up. If you're some sort of snowflake that's going to be offended by this, <laughs> then maybe just skip, skip forward a little bit. Johnny Carson is uh-huh. not funny. Uh. He's not funny. And all his jokes are corny and dumb. Now, true. I'm watching them, like, 30 to 50 years after they (laughs) originally, So, like, you could think, like, maybe that's why they're not, like, holding up. And I've heard a lot of comedians, like, uh, other comedians that I like will talk about how, like, Johnny Carson inspired them to, like, be comedians because he was so funny and he was so amazing. But you know what? I'm sorry. Johnny Carson's dead, right? He's not listening. Oh, he's dead. Okay. Um... So I don't have to apologize if he's listening, but he's not funny. And he gets up, he tells a joke. He goes, well, uh, I went to the 7-Eleven the other day, and uh, you wouldn't believe it. They had a drink called the Big Gulp. Now, all right. I Other people do like a real Johnny Carson impersonation, and no, I don't have that at all. I, I don't one bit.
1: It's pretty good so far. Okay.
0: Oh, uh, they, they had this Big Gulp. I think it sounds a little bit more like that guy who gets no respect.
1: Oh, Roddy Dangerfield. Yeah,
0: but anyway, let's just pretend it's Johnny Carson. So I got this big gulp. It's it's 32 ounces. Who needs 32 ounces of pop? <laughs> oh, my goodness. How am I going to even drink this? Like, really? I get it. Maybe that's when big gulps were first. Inv- it wasn't even the big gulp. I think it was like the regular gulp or something. And Is there I,
1: a regular gulp?
0: I don't know. This is like the 50s or something. But <laughs> it was like, even if I never heard of a big cup of pop before, like, how is that at all funny? It's not funny. Oh, oh, oh.
1: He you talks
0: know, to people and the, like the conversations they have are so boring. And it's like so you ever, you ever get on
1: an airplane out. and then they hand you peanuts?
0: What's up with that? No, that's Jerry Seinfeld. That's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, so that, anyway. What's
1: with these peanuts?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. Oh, because a lot of his stuff was like, maybe that's where like the cheesy cliche stuff started. And so you know how like when you watch oh. a classic movie, they'll have like a trope or something in it, and like you're like, wait a minute, is this like the first time they use that? because you've seen it like referenced and like made fun of and like so many other things. Yeah, but like this time it's serious because it's the first time that they did it in this right. movie. Like uh, we we're watching a monkeys episode. You know, uh, Odessa, our intern, her and I were watching a monkeys episode, and Mickey Dolan says, "Good you Brad, my brother." And uh, <laughs> and so Odessa, she starts doing an impersonation of that. Her brother starts doing an impersonation of that. Like it's the that. monkeys
1: doing Jimmy Cagney or something.
0: Yeah. I, I, yeah. And so, but I don't know what the original is. I've seen that joke or like that impersonation, uh, like in tons of stuff, but I don't know the original. If I saw it in the original and the guy talked like that and said that, I'd be like, oh my goodness, they're doing this so seriously. And then I'd realize, oh wait, this is the original and it would blow my mind. So anyway, I think Johnny Carson has the original corny jokes and all the corny, uh, like, what'd you say, banality, banal things? Is yeah. that how you say it? Banal thing. Banal? Banal? Banal, banal sounds dirty. It's like one
1: of those cousins things.
0: Banal, banal. Anyway, maybe Johnny Carson invented banality. And then now we're just hearing, like, the same, like... <laughs> 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 The big gulp, you kidding me? Come on. Oh, 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 oh. so not funny. And that's my hot take. I don't know. Maybe we can't go on after that.
1: Was there uh, more anxieties about Thanksgiving?
0: Well, all right. So if you're cooking, there's the food ones um, that you have have anxieties about. I don't worry about that too often because if I'm going to be the one cooking, there's probably because everybody else has other places to go. Um, I will say I'm one of these people who needs to fill the silence. So sometimes if I'm with a group of people who are not like chatty people, I'm probably the one going off with the banality. you know, oh well, just... yeah,
1: that it, you know it's the the that's the fun of it of the game is it gives you an excuse to engage in the sort of small talk that you might otherwise make fun of.
0: Mm-hmm. So to be like, like, oh, seen any good movies lately? Oh my goodness, the price of the popcorn. Can you believe it?
1: Yeah, you got to try like to get them to say the specific phrase.
0: Oh, yeah. I do like movie. That's what you do. You'd be like, oh, yeah, well, I had to get snacks. And then they say something else. are like,
1: oh, the, oh, the is really the good. And you
0: just wait for them to bring it up. Like, It's yeah. hard to afford it sometimes. You know, you got to lead them yeah. in you, that direction. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's the game.
0: Or when you're talking about the weather. Oh, my goodness, was it? It was nice out today. But you know what? Yesterday was pretty snowy. Interesting, huh? And then see if they'll say the thing about, you know, wait five minutes and the weather will change.
1: Yeah. Or in the summer, you're like, oh the the forecast only said eighty, but it felt so bad. And like, oh, that's because it's the humidity. <laughs> Someone'll so
0: say. I uh if you are a woman hanging around in woman groups, sometimes you will notice just a trend in what like people like to talk about. And you'll know like you hang out in different groups but they all kinda like touch on the same topics. Mm-hmm. I find one of those things is birth stories. So like sometimes like if it was just like two or three women like who wanted to play this game and they're going to (laughs) i don't know uh some sort of women group thing you could be like i wonder if i can get people to tell their birth stories
1: so when people tell a birth story what do they cover
0: uh it depends on the people how long it's been since they've given birth uh whether or not they're men or women usually i if i were trying to get people to tell their birth stories it would be you you try to get people to tell them yeah, but on occasion, mostly just when I was pregnant or when I had just had a baby, a few different times men would try to tell me, like, their birth experiences. One, I really did not, a, a guy told me about how he had to, a guy at work. This he was, gave birth? No. He told me how he had to stimulate his wife's nipples. Um, gross! Never tell anybody how you had to stimulate anyone's wait, nipples. Wait, is that
1: the conception story?
0: No, that's the trying to get someone to go into labor story. And then one time I was at lunch just with like a bunch of fellas and I think I had just given birth and they started telling like the birth stories from their point of view, which doesn't happen very often. It was so funny. They probably had a better point of view was totally different because they would be like, oh yeah, it took forever. And then we had to like sit in this room and then sit in that room and uh, and then the nurse hit on me and then
1: (laughs) that's ludicrous.
0: (laughs) I've seen it happen. So anyway, it's like, that's another, that one you got to be careful about though, because every now and then with that one, like some people love to tell you birth stories. So like, it's a slippery slope. Like maybe you play the game Wait, and get them to tell one.
1: Is that, but is then that,
0: it's that's part of the story. Of it's about
1: the slippery slope.
0: Yeah. The, slippery that the baby slope comes out of, of <laughs> shooting out of your vagina. You never know. Oh, Whoop. a few other things. I'm actually, maybe I shouldn't bring it up because I was really proud of us for not bringing it up yet. <laughs> There's a few things that might ruin your Thanksgiving dinner, but it shouldn't ruin all of Thanksgiving for you. And it's like digestive troubles. But we don't need to go. We don't need to go down. Like if you
1: overindulge in food, you're saying.
0: Yeah. Like or you had Taco Bell for lunch before you went to um, before you went to Thanksgiving dinner or something. You know, you might whenever you have to have some issues in someone else's bathroom. That's something that's unpleasant. But never mind. That's not the topic of the day. All right, did you have anything else you wanted to mention, Nathan?
1: No, we covered a lot.
0: All right. Yeah, more than I expected. I thought Thanksgiving, that's a pretty, like, simple thing.
1: Douglas Stank.
0: Douglas Stank. You know what? This is totally off topic because I was just thinking of sucks spaghetti when you said Douglas Stank for some reason. I'm not against spaghetti for Thanksgiving, like, as a side dish.
1: As a side dish.
0: I'm going to see if I can get started. How many people do
1: macaroni and cheese?
0: Yeah, and you know what? I We never did when I was a kid, and just recently I've tried to do like a homemade macaroni and cheese when I've done my own Thanksgiving dinners. Um, I still need to work on it. It's not perfected yet, but a spaghetti as a side for turkey, like that's good if you come from like an Italian family, right? Like nice to have, uh, my my grandpa used to call it the gravy if he liked the sauce. Oh, this <laughs> is good gravy
1: on here. Right. Like the gangsters in uh, The Sopranos, they call it yeah. gravy.
0: Yeah. So you know, then you can mix and match a few things. Because if you're used to like having something like that, you know, and then you're like, oh well, turkey's boring. You know, it can be a side to turkey. I like it. All right, so that's everything, everybody. I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Um, ooh, you know what? Thanksgiving being on a Thursday, it'll be interesting to see if we get another podcast in for next week. Oh, uh, maybe we could we- talk
1: about the lions. Yeah.
0: We'll see. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Let us know how you feel about these topics by emailing us at calmdowncath at gmail.com, kath with a c, C c-a-t-h, or find us on Twitter at calmcatherine. That's calm, and catherine with a c, C c-a-t-h-e-r-i-n-e. And maybe we'll feature you on our next podcast.
1: Calm Down Catherine is sponsored by Pizza Bob's, home of the original chapati. Come take home a bottle of sauce today, another reason to visit Ann Arbor. Go Steady, the portable pasta for those on the go. Texoga Pants, going country doesn't have to mean leaving comfort behind. Calm Down, Catherine is produced with the studios of Analog Dungeon East by Nathan. Copyright 2019, all rights reserved. Calm Down, Catherine. Calm Down, Catherine is hosted by Anchor.fm. Visit our website at anchorfm anchor.fm.com. Listen on the Anchor app to leave a voice message and you might be featured on a future episode.